Welcome back to your weekly dose of serotonin. I'm your host, Sarah. And like today, I have zero real inspiration for what to talk about. Um, I just wheezed so badly as I was talking. Why do I wheeze so much? You know what I remind myself of? That little toy on Toy Story 2, I believe. Wheezy is his name. Wasn't he like a little pumpkin? I mean, pumpkin. <laughs> Penguin. Um, he was. Toy Story 2. I'm correct. Um, yeah. I don't know why I just thought about that. I always felt really bad for him. Didn't he get thrown out or something like that? You know, those Toy Story movies are incredible. Don't get me wrong. Incredible. But there's some kind of, like, dark stuff in some of them. Like, I'm not saying not to, like, watch them, obviously. I'm just saying some of them kind of freaked me out a little bit. It was a little bit more intense than some other kid movies. Um, which, you know, love that for them. But what happened to him? Sorry, I'm looking really fast. Was he... Oh, at the end of the film, he's still there. Oh, what happened? I guess they save him or something. They save him and he's repaired he's given a new squeaker and he's sing with help from mr shark i don't remember who mr shark is i remember none of this anyway i'm just saying lots of the bear in the fourth movie i believe it was was so creepy the third movie maybe let me look up when it is lots so also the part where they're all holding hands as they think that they're like descending into the fiery furnace Oh, Toy Story 3. What's in Toy Story 4? Lotso's in Toy Story 3, but I will be honest, he was, like, the creepiest villain, in my opinion. Um. Oh, wait, does Toy Story 4 have those weird dolls that are, like, the fair or something like that? Oh, yeah, this is ringing a bell. Made $1 billion in the box office. Wow. Okay, um, look, if you, if I sound bored, it's, I'm not bored, I'm just tired, And I also have, like I said, zero inspiration. So, like, I have a list of topics that are, like, possible topics, but none of them were, like, really speaking to me. So, today's going to be, like, a mini episode. I say mini, and it really might not be mini, but I feel like in my soul it's going to be mini because I don't really know where to go with this. I want to talk about if Leah Michelle can read or not. I've hinted at it before, but I want to just like actually talk about the the conspiracy because I think it's hilarious and I just recently <laughs> she's on she's on my mind because this morning I read that she got fired from you know what actually maybe I'm just going to talk about like all the Michelle drama today. Do do we think that I'm going to get sued for slander? I again do not think that I have the reach nor the um power to like be a valid recipient of a lawsuit like i i don't think that i'm <laughs> i don't i don't think i'm like a person that should be high on Leah Michelle's list to sue so i think i'll be fine but i'm just going to put this out here these are all rumors these are all rumors i'm not saying that these are true in any way this is just hearsay Um, that's my disclaimer. So like, that should be fine. Right. Anyway. Um, so I just heard a rumor today 
that she that Leah Michelle got fired from the um I have zero preparation done by the way funny girl she got fired she was starring on um funny girl on Broadway which if you guys don't know there was drama with that situation which we're gonna get into I wasn't planning on it but now I am anyway she was fired from funny girl because she lied about having COVID I guess hold on let me look it up apparently she lied about having COVID um so that she could fly to LA for an audition which sounds ridiculous because here's the thing like I don't think Leah Michelle's necessarily like an A-lister maybe that's mean to say but like she's well known First of all, she's well-known in the Broadway world because she was on Broadway before she was on Glee. And then Glee was, like, insanely popular. Um, So, like, she's a pretty well-known actress and has been around for a while. So you'd think if she was auditioning for something, she could be like, hey, guess what? I'm currently starring on Broadway. Can we do, like, a video audition or whatever? Like, send an audition and then she flies in when she's available. Like, I don't know. I feel like if a casting director really really wanted her they would make a way for that to happen without her having to lie about having covid so anyway i'm just saying leah if you're listening to this like why why are you doing that (laughs) i feel like you should let them come to you you know just kidding i mean people should always go after what they want I just think it's interesting for her to lie about having COVID so that she doesn't do the job that she's currently doing. I mean, look, I'm also not saying you can't interview for jobs when you already have one because obviously, but given the whole drama and then she's been starring on Funny Girl for like a a month, if that, couple weeks, and then she lies about having COVID to go fly out for a different audition. I don't know. It seems funny to me. Um... Anyway, let's start at the very beginning with the drama about her, aka the conspiracy theory that I really wanted to talk about, if she can read or not. I'm going to just put it out there. I feel like she probably can. Also, illiteracy is not a joke. However, it's a little bit funny that people are like obsessed with the idea that she cannot read. Um, It just feels so random to me. For that to be a rumor that's out there. Anyway, let's talk about the origin. So the theory began back in 2017 when two guys who had a podcast um, started talking about uh, the memoir written by Naya Rivera. Also, if like if you guys don't know who that is, she was on Glee with Leah, obviously. Um, it's called the, Sorry Not Sorry. So Naya Rivera wrote about her experiences on Glee in her memoir. And she basically revealed, I mean, several things about Leah. I'm pretty sure that's the memoir that talked about Leah being, like, kind of horrific. Though lots of other people and co-stars from Glee have kind of come forward and said that she was a little bit of a nightmare to work with sometimes. Um, But anyway, she reveals in the memoir as well that Leah refused to improvise or to improvise when another actor, Tim Conway, was visiting. I guess was, I don't, 
know who I'm assuming he was playing a role. I did watch some Glee, but not that much. So I don't actually know if he had like a role in it. I guess he might. Yes, he had a guest he had a guest appearance on uh, in season five. So in season five, Tim Conway, the actor, came to do a little guest star cameo type deal. And he came with his granddaughter. I'm assuming his granddaughter was a fan. But anyway, Leah apparently refused to improvise with him. And his granddaughter was crying about it for some reason. Still seems weird to me. Let me see if I can look into what this the full story is because to be honest that's just also interesting to me I feel like I would not be able to improvise just in general so I feel like if someone asked me to improvise something I'd be like no because I, I'll be bad or I'd be like I'll try but you're gonna immediately tell me not to okay so this says the unnamed glee actress okay 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 so maybe she didn't mention Maybe Naya Rivera did not mention that it was Leah specifically, but people just assumed that it was because apparently it says, because this is an article I just found that's um, Naya Rivera tells all. So it's like just a compilation of some of the things that she said in her um, in her memoir. So it says the unnamed Glee actress began interrupting and criticizing legendary guest star Tim Conway seems interesting i feel like i would never criticize any guest star anyway um let alone like a legend but anyway moving on um he speaking of actually i don't know why i just thought about this but um i just found out today my friend just texted me that this guy that we knew in college i'm looking him up right now to confirm she said that it was true but i'm just confirming apparently this guy that we had a few classes with in college i don't know that i would say we were friends i mean we're like friends on instagram um but anyway he was in two or three of my classes in college um so i knew him decently well and one of the classes he sat like right in front of me so we talked all the time and apparently he just joined the Saturday Night Live cast, which is so great for him. I'm really happy for him. Oh my gosh, there he is. SNL adds four featured players. Michael Longfellow. Just shout out to Michael Longfellow. I definitely want to watch SNL. I don't off like, I used to watch SNL a lot more in high school, but I have not in years and years and years. Um, but now I feel like I'm going to have to watch it for him because that's so exciting for him. Um, in one of my classes in college, he, I don't, is, uh, I don't know that I, he had a medical issue, um, and was gone for most of the semester. And then I don't know that I ever even heard what happened to him. No, I think that's a lie. I think he did come back by the end of the semester. Um, but then in one of my last, I think it was my last semester, he was in another one of my classes, and that's the one where he sat in front of me, and we talked more often. Um, we had kind of talked in the one that he missed all the time. He was in my group for project, I think. Anyway, but I remember in the last class that we had together, um, 
we were talking about like our dreams, like what we wanted to do when we finished college and like what we wanted for our job and stuff like that. And I was like a little embarrassed to admit like what my dream was just because it's like a one in a million type dream, you know? And he was like, I want to be a comedian. Like, that's what I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to be a comedian. And he just felt like so like set on what he wanted to do with his life and just like not embarrassed not that he should have been embarrassed about it but like I felt like embarrassed to not be saying something that felt like realistic you know what I mean like I just felt embarrassed to be like admitting that I wanted some unrealistic job um and he just like was so matter of fact about it I remember being so impressed with him (laughs) it sounds so cheesy but I just remember being like oh my gosh he's so cool that he knows exactly what he wants he knows how like how he's not maybe not how he's gonna go about getting it but like he like legitimately had plans and ideas and it wasn't just like I don't know he was like very sure of himself about it and was like I'm gonna make it work and he did I mean I'm sure it's like this is not like the end of the road for him obviously but like that's super cool for him. Good for him. Anyway, <laughs> back to talking about if Leah Michelle can read or not. Um, so basically she criticized Tim Conway and then in the memoir it says he'd even brought his granddaughter to the set because she was such a Glee fan and she ended up crying because she couldn't understand why someone was being so rude to her grandpa. So all right. Um so people were talking about that, that situation and these podcasters were talking about that situation and they said they looked for a response online to the claims, couldn't find anything. Then in ter- that in turn made them question um, whether she'd read Naya, Naya's memoir at all because I guess there's more in the memoir about um, like – sketchy situations with her times when she was like really rude and so someone was one of them was like I wonder if she even read it and then one said maybe she can't read so she can't read the book and then it seems like that (laughs) took off like wildfire um there's a 40 minute long video that's like TED talk style apparently that's called Leah Michelle is illiterate it's been taken down since apparently I think it did make it to YouTube but anyway um I guess the podcasters who said that she probably can't read claimed that did not claim that she has a learning disorder rather that because she was a child star um because she made her Broadway debut in Les Mis at eight years old which I did not know that's impressive um she'd apparently just never found the time to learn how to read or write which like you read and write you learn to read and write before you're eight years old so but I guess if they're saying that she was like training to debut on Broadway then maybe you know when she was like four or five six years old when kids usually start learning to read in kindergarten and stuff um that she just like missed that step because she was learning to just sing but you'd think it would be hard because you have to You'd have to read the words on the sheet music. Anyway, and then they say that now she just pays people to do it for her. So, anyway. 
Um, where was something else? People say, oh, the video that has all this evidence, it's tracked like through her career, um, and through like social media, which people claim like she has like a PR team that write it for her, which like, yeah, pretty much all celebrities have a PR team that write their social media posts for them. But anyway, um, that like, there's photos of her pretending to write like she's not actually writing in any of the photos which again is probably true she's obviously just posing um but apparently during her team time on glee she's rumor it's rumored people who believe this conspiracy theory me aka me um think that she memorized her songs on glee by just listening to them to the recorded versions. Um, and then that's like how she learned her lines or whatever, or learned her, the lyrics for the songs. And there's also, um, a rumor that while she was on scream Queens, um, Ryan Murphy would feed the lines to her on set, like either between, I don't know if they was said between takes or she has like a little like headset in that they like say the lines to her and then she just repeats them. Um, but anyway, so yeah, someone said, okay, (laughs) this is my favorite part of the conspiracy theory. They said that if the caption consists of only emojis, then Leah wrote it. But if there were words and emojis, it had to have been written by someone else. So basically she can only herself as a person can only communicate via emoji on the phone because she can't read um and then she released a book in 2014 called brunette ambition followed by a 2015 book called you journal your way back to your best life both seem to notably lack words instead their pages are (laughs) filled with photos workouts and recipes when it came to signing said books um paparazzi photos left a lot to the imagination So, like, basically, her Sharpie, she, like, in, like, some of the photos of her signing, her Sharpie's, like, nowhere even close to the page. Um, Or on the photo of her signing on, like, a wall, her name's already written there, and she's just underlining it. So people are saying that, like, she clearly cannot read or write. Um, So one of the guys who, like, started this rumor said, the genius I'd say to the theory is that there's so much evidence that helps us as opposed to what hinders us, which is kind of just hilarious. Um, I saw a video recently of her, like, reading a book. It was I think it was, like, on TikTok or something. Her, like, reading a kid's book. And, like, the comments were all just full of, like, she's clearly just memorized it and she's not even reading it at all. Um, and I don't know why it's just so funny to me that people just are all all into this I don't like these are the kind of conspiracies that I live for the ones that are like harmless I mean maybe to Leah it's not harmless but like if somebody started a rumor that I could not read or write I just would think it was funny you know I don't think that I'd like get super uptight about it because I would just be like I clearly know that I can so I'm just gonna like let people (laughs) believe it you know what I would actually probably do I would probably like fan the flames And really pretend that I couldn't read or write. Like, I think I would go all the way in and be like, you're correct. I can't read or write anything. And then I would just, like, 
I think I would just go along with it because I would think it was so funny. So I feel like that's what she should do. She should just like lean in, lean into the rumor, Leah. So apparently she did. um, Look, I'm like laying down in bed. If this is why it sounds like I'm about to fall asleep, it might be because I might be about to fall asleep. It is 730 I don't know why I'm so tired, but I am. And I also actually am just remembering right now that I needed to email a client back today and I did not. So, oh well, I'm going to just sign out of my email account that's on right now and just pretend that it's all fine. It's fine. He can wait till tomorrow. Um, I'll do that first thing in the morning. Actually, I'll um, that's a lie. I'll probably not do it until the afternoon because usually in the morning, I tend to just try to do my easy work because mentally, I don't want to deal with emailing clients in the morning. I'm just not coherent enough for that. That's not that's not true. I am coherent enough for it. I just like have not psyched myself out enough. I don't know why I get so nervous to email clients back. Um, I guess it depends on what it is. Sometimes when clients email me for like my rate and stuff like that, or like how the process works with like working with me, um, that's not that big of a deal because I do that all the time. But like, usually when it's like following up about certain things or like having to like defend my editorial decisions, it's not even like I don't think that I'm because there are some that they'll ask me and I'll be like, yeah, I could have gone either way with that. And I just chose to go this direction, but we can go the other direction if you prefer. And it's not a big deal. It doesn't hurt my feelings. I literally don't care. Um, but like just having to like go back through with some of their questions and like remind myself what I was thinking at the time and why I made that decision sometimes is just tedious so it's not a big deal. And I appreciate that they ask those questions. I would be too. Like, you're writing a book. Of course, you want to know why your editor made the choices that they made. And you want to be proud of the work that is getting put out there, obviously. Um, so I don't mind them. Um, the first time I got them, I like panicked because I was like, oh my gosh, they hate me. They think I'm doing a really bad job. And then I was like, mm, I'm good at my job. So it's fine. <laughs> um, and... Yeah, so it's not like I'm, like, afraid or offended of them. It's just, like, it still is kind of, like, draining on me. And I don't know why, like, to answer those emails specifically. So, like, I do it and it's fine. And they always appreciate it. And I always appreciate that they asked. Um, But, like, just the act of going back through and, like, defending my work or, like, I don't know. Anyway, um, so I'm just not doing that tonight. It's too late for that. Um, anyway, so Leah Michelle responded to the rumors and said on Twitter, I guess in 2018, and she said, loved reading, in all caps, this tweet and wanted to write, again in all caps, you back. Literally laughing out loud at, the, at all this. Love you. Apparently the tweet has since been deleted. In 2022, she joked about the theory again at an event um, she said, I didn't go to college with you guys. I didn't go to college, you guys. And look at me. There's a rumor online that I can't read or write, which may have something to do with that fact. So I guess she is kind of joking about it. People keep saying that because some videos and stuff are taken down that sh- it's like her team, which maybe it is. Um, 
But yeah, anyway, (laughs) the last line of this article that I'm reading says, truth be told, it's a highly entertaining rabbit hole to go down. So much so that nearly five years on, we are, perhaps unlike Leah, still reading about it. (laughs) That's so shady. I love it. Um, Yeah. So anyways, that's the theory. There's so much more to it. But basically, like, basically, I don't... Like, it's more of the same. (laughs) Um, That, like, they feed the lines through to her. Um, She learns them by, like, someone else telling her what to say. Everything is posed when it looks like she's writing or reading. Like, if it looks like she's reading anything, she's just already memorized what's on the page. Um, But anyway, so that's just funny to me. If you guys want to watch the 40-minute video on YouTube, go do it. I have not actually read watched it. One of my friends has and said that it's amazing. Um, and I probably would have a lot more to say if I watched that before doing this. But, like, that just seems like a lot of work. <laughs> seems like a lot of preparation. Considering the fact that I put zero, zero minutes into preparing for my podcast episodes, putting 40 minutes into a podcast episode about a conspiracy theory about if Leah Michelle can read or not just seems like a lot of effort with little to no payback, you know? Um, okay. But going on to the funny girl rumors and then I'm honestly probably, I'm done. Like I'm done for today. So it is going to be a mini episode. I'm sorry if that's sad to you, but I'm exhausted. (laughs) I'm exhausted today y'all. And like, ew, why did I just say y'all? That's not me as a person. I apologize greatly. Um, I'll I'll be back I'll be back next week with better content, I promise. Um, if you guys have any like really funny topics or if you want to like be on one with me. It's been a few weeks since I've done like a duo episode. Let me know. Um, I do have a friend who is going to be on an episode with me, but we are both still currently accumulating information to do so. So it's going to be, it's going to be a few weeks. Um, I'm playing with my AirPod case right now and I just realized you can probably hear that jingling. So that's super annoying. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, anyway, okay, let's talk about the funny girl stuff. So for those of you don't know, funny girl is a Broadway play. And Beanie Feldstein was originally playing Fanny Bryce when it debuted, I believe. Well, like, yeah, she was playing, <laughs> she was playing Fanny Bryce. Um, and there was drama about that. Hold on. I'm clicking on that article now because I still don't fully understand it. Okay. 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 Look at this. A complete timeline of the Leah Michelle Beanie Feldstein funny girl casting controversy. This is perfect. Okay. So basically, the. Um, hold on. Okay. The funny girl controversy revolves around the role of Fanny Bryce. The woman who will play, the casting notice apparently said the woman who will play Fanny Bryce must have an unforgettably thrilling voice with a big range, E below middle C to high F, and great comic skill masking deep insecurity and pain. Choose once in a generation talent and must have excellent comedic timing. So 
Um, yeah. Okay. Why? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm skimming through this to make this easier. I'm just taking out all of the extraneous details that are unnecessary to the current conversation. Well, I mean, I don't know that they're unnecessary because obviously the conversation is about this stuff. But like, you know what I mean, right? So, okay. Leah Michelle, the Broadway actress from 2006 Spring Awakening, who became a household name when starring in the musical to comedy TV drama or TV show, TV show Glee, spent years publicly campaigning for the part. But when the first Funny Girl Broadway revival in 58 years opened this spring, it was headlined by Booksmart star Beanie Feldstein. Booksmart was a funny movie. Anyway, in July, however, producers announced that Feldstein would be leaving the show several months early. Leah Michelle was now playing the role of Fanny Bryce on Broadway. This, to be clear, is extremely juicy news. Um... Okay, so these people who wrote this article apparently said that they have spent years steeped in theater kid gossip, which now I'd like to know more about that. Um, Theater kid gossip sounds probably incredible. I was not ever a theater kid, Um, but if any of you guys have theater kid drama for me, please let me know. Um, Okay, basically... Um, Leah Michelle began a six-year audition for Funny Girl. Cause she, oh, cause she like performed songs from Funny Girl throughout the show. Okay, all right, this is going way, 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 way back. All right, like way back. I don't need any of this. Twenty twenty, Leah Michelle is accused of bullying her coworkers. Okay, twenty twenty one, Beanie Feldstein snags the lead role in Funny Girl. So I guess everybody knew that she was basically like really, really wanted to be in it because her name started trending on Twitter as a response. Um, so when Feldstein got the role, she posted it. And when I went on, went to my third birthday party dressed as Fanny Price, so sometimes dreams actually come true. And Leah Michelle commented and said, yes, you are the greatest star. This is going to be epic. So then, in April 2022, it the show premieres, and the main flaw, people said that Beanie Feldstein was Stein Feldstein. I'm sorry. I don't... I should have looked up how you say that. Um, or just, like, listened to a pronunciation. I did not. Beanie. I'm just going to call her Beanie. Um, also, what's Leah Michelle's last name? I know Michelle is obviously her not not her last name. Last name. Sarfati. Sarfati? I don't know how to say that either. Anyways, that was just a fun fact for you guys. I was just curious all of a sudden. Anyway, um, so while Beanie is charming and funny, she's not the Broadway caliber singer you need for a powerhouse role like Fanny Bryce. So reviewers concluded that she was miscast. They said, you root for her to raise the roof, but she only bumps against it a little. Her voice, though solid and sweet and clear, is not well suited to the music, and you can feel her working as hard as she can to power through the gap. So, like, that's sad. A lot of people are saying, like, she really tries, but she just is not. 
Like this role was the one that gave Barbara Streisand some of her like staple hits. And like she can't really, Beanie's voice does not really compare to Barbara Streisand's, which like who really does, you know? Um, so in May 2020, May 2022, false. Yes, true. May of 2022, other stuff's happening that's unimportant. Okay. I'm skipping that. June 15th, Funny Girl announces that Beanie is leaving. A tweet from the Funny Girl Twitter, official Funny Girl Twitter, had originally put her date, her departure date as September 25th, which is only six months after opening. Um, Or maybe that wasn't originally. Maybe she was going to do like a year or something like that. Oh, no, 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 no. That's a lie. Yeah, she was originally going to leave in September. She was originally going to leave in September, so she was only going to do six months. Um, <clears throat> so the speculation began over who was going to take her, pre- her part. Leah Michelle was the top of the rumor mill, saying that she was going to do that. Beanie had been sick with COVID, and her understudy had been doing the part. Um Anyway, then in July of 2022, the Funny Girls ticket sales kind of slump and drop. Um, the app, the theater was on average 97% full. That sounds like not bad. Oh, but then by the summer, it had dropped to only like 75% full. Okay, that makes more sense. So July 10th, Beanie announces she'll be leaving even earlier than planned. And on Instagram, she wrote, once the production decided to take the show in a different direction, I made the extremely difficult decision to step away sooner than anticipated. My final, her final performance would be on July 31st and not September 25th. Um, and then July 11th, so literally the next day, Michelle posts on Instagram, a dream come true is an understatement and announced that she would be taking over the part on September 6th and that the understudy would be playing the role in the interim of when Beanie laughs, leaves and before Leah takes over. Um, okay. So apparently also on Broadway, Jane Lynch, who was on Glee with Leah, had been playing Fanny's mother with Beanie on Funny Girl and was going to stay until September 25th. So leaving around the same time that Beanie was going to leave originally um but on the same day that leah announced that she was taking over for fanny bryce lynch announced that she was actually leaving september 6th which is two days before leah was gonna step in um people were people who had been bullied by leah on glee and other places i'm guessing posted the reactions, being upset that she's, you know, still doing her thing. Um, and then on September 6th, Leah makes her debut. And apparently she had four standing ovations. She does have a good voice. Um, that's it. I felt like there was more drama. That's That was like, I'll be honest, that was kind of anticlimactic. Um... I just went through 15 minutes trying to describe this and like that was literally it. I feel like I look on TikTok, I um there was this girl talking about it constantly and it sounded really really dramatic. 
And like, I mean, I'm sure there was so much happening behind the scenes. And like the fact that Jane Lynch also stepped away early, like right, like before Leah even got there seems telling in my opinion. Um, but like, I would just like to know, it makes it sound like Like, I just want to know what the in a different direction means. The thing that I would assume would mean in a different direction means they just were like, you're fired, you know? Um, Basically, their different direction was kicking Beanie out. That's kind of the vibes that I'm getting right now. Um, Yeah, but now I want to know if she got fired. Leah, that is. So... few days ago it says that fans that she tested positive but like where's the thing that I saw about her lying lied COVID um I don't know okay I just looked into it and apparently it's just a rumor that she lied. Um, so she was not on the show because of COVID. Um, and then someone tweeted and said she's actually in LA auditioning for a TV show, which apparently is like a storyline that they used on Glee. Um, and I guess it's unconfirmed if that's true or not. Like if she really is if she really was auditioning or if that was just somebody making up a rumor. So unconfirmed. I do want to believe in my heart that she was going to audition just because that seems funnier to me. But like that does seem crazy now to look into it and see that this was like her dream role. Like that seems foolish that she would be like my dream role role and I did it for like two weeks and then decided (laughs) to go and audition for something else. So Anyways, I'm going to say that's probably not true. Look, I'm sorry that this was a terrible episode. Um, I mean, not that it was like terrible, terrible, just kind of boring. Um, because it was just all about Leah Michelle and nothing about me, which I know that's what you all really care about. But like, I, this was the best that I had today. That sounded so serious. Um, this is all that I could think of to talk about today. That's a better response. Um, and also now I'm just like done with this. Um, I saw a TikTok today that was like these two signs. I want to do, I kind of want to do an astrology episode at some point. Maybe I'm going to talk. I need to talk to my friends into doing an episode with me. I don't know what we'll do yet, but like we could literally just sit around and talk for ages. So it'd be really funny. Um, okay. Anyway, (laughs) I saw um a tiktok earlier today that was like these are the two moon slash rising signs that like if they don't want to talk to you they won't talk to you and like just literally do not care about you at all and would ghost you mid-conversation and it was pisces and sagittarius like pisces moon and rising or sagittarius moon rising Um, And I'm a Sagittarius moon and a Pisces rising. So I was laughing my head off because actually when I saw like what was written out, I was like, I guarantee 
that one of my signs will be represented there and then they both were so that was fun because I really would I would ghost someone mid-conversation I have ghosted someone mid-conversation in a physical face-to-face conversation where I just checked out and stopped talking without even realizing it and then just like walked away um in my defense that man a was a man b was like really 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 creepy um c was someone i worked with for like a hot minute before i quit and i heard later that he got fired and this was a job that never fired anyone i kid you not never i worked there for years and no one ever got fired um and he got fired and I heard he got fired because he was hitting on my coworkers who were married and like texting them um, and like crossing a lot of boundaries. He was just like super, super creepy just in general. He would like follow around like women and girls when they would come in. And like he also was like, I was never close to him. I always, always kept a firm distance from him. Um, but then there was like this girl that he had a crush on and he was talking to one of my coworkers about her because like my coworkers were nice to him and I never was. I could tell from the beginning the vibes were off. So I just was never nice to him. Um, I wasn't like blatantly mean except for when I would just walk away mid conversation because I didn't care what he had to say. But here's why. Because he would talk about this girl that he had a crush on and it was just so gross and demeaning. And then at one point he was like talking to my coworker and he was like, do you want to see pictures of her? She's so cute, like super pretty. And my coworker was like, yeah, sure. And he showed her pictures and instead of going to like Instagram or Facebook, like a freaking normal person, he opens up his photo album on his phone where he had screenshotted and saved photos of her, which is super creepy to me. Um, but guess what? They were all photos of her in her bathing suit. So like every single photo that she posted of herself, which like, look, someone who's listening might say, I hope no one is listening to this that would say this. If you are, this podcast is not for you and you should leave. But like some people might say, if she didn't want people to look at those, she wouldn't post them. She probably doesn't care that people are looking at them. She probably cares that people that she's like someone that she's like literally never spoken to or spoken to like one or two times. Um, like, are saving the photos on their phones. Like, that's super creepy, okay? There's a difference between looking at a photo that someone posted of, like, I'm at the lake today, so of course I'm in my bathing suit, or it's a pool day, or whatever. Like, looking at them and being like, oh, she looks really pretty, versus, like, saving it on your phone to, like, go back to many times. I don't know. If you're not dating that person, that just sounds so weird to me. Um... Anyway, so he, like, all the photos that he had saved of her on his phone were of her in a bathing suit. And that's just super gross and creepy to me. Anyway, but then, fun fact, years later, (laughs) I was talking to a friend who did not even know him. And she was telling this story about a guy. And she said his first name. And I was like, um... And I just had a feeling in my soul that it was the same man. And so we looked up photos and I was like, that's him. And anyways, long story short, he was really creepy to her too. Um, and just tried to cross a lot of boundaries very, very, very quickly. So yeah, I don't remember 
remember why I was telling that story. Oh, because I ghosted him mid-conversation. But look, so I'm just saying, yeah, I can do that, but only if you really deserve it. So just don't be creepy and I won't ghost you mid-conversation. Um, but basically, I was also saying that because I feel like I'm just dipping out of this mid-conversation. Someone once told me that they could feel me dismissing them when I was done with a conversation. And that makes me sound really mean. But like... Does that ever happen to you where you're talking about something and all of a sudden like something clicks in your brain and you're just like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. And there's nothing like, it's not like even necessarily like a hard topic. It's just like suddenly your brain is completely turned off from that conversation and you have no desire to even spend one more ounce of energy talking talking about that topic, talking to another person at all, etc. That happens to me quite often. I don't know if that's a problem is that normal I don't know if anyone has is still listening to this let me know if that's normal because <laughs> I don't know maybe that's like mental illness but you know what I can just add that to the long list I already have um okay that's it I feel like I got my why do I get more energetic when talking about myself that's probably another some sort of disorder that I have I'm done now um let me know what to talk about next week because this is not exciting for me and I'm sorry. It should have been. Um, okay, that's it. This has been your weekly dose of serotonin. Bye.